So before we get into the episode, a heads up, there are spoilers for uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War, as well as Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, trying to be better about actually giving spoiler warnings. Also, also, content warning. As you can probably tell from the title, the Arsler is mentioned in this episode. If that's not your bag, feel free to skip. But with that said, now we can move on to the show. Welcome, boys and girls, to Mike's Educational Hour, where we learn about various different topics. Mike, take it away! Hello, boys and girls. Are you familiar with the concept of coding in media? I love to make programs on my computer. I enjoy Game Maker Studio. (laughs) Coding is essentially the concept of whenever an author, either purposefully or subconsciously, makes allusions in their work towards... Uh, real-world events or concepts. We can see an example of this in the popular space fantasy Warhammer 40k, wherein the orcs are a portrayal of the 1980s rockabilly punk scene that was occurring in the UK, including their speech impediments and the clothing they wear. Very interesting. Tell me more, Michael. Another very common, like, very uh, easy-to-understand coding would be in Tolkien's work, that's J.R.R. Tolkien, in Tolkien's work, uh, it is a very obvious, uh, there are very obvious allusions to World War One, as he was a soldier in World War I, uh, despite the fact that he himself claims that there were no, uh, that, that all of his works is, are not based off of his own experience, you can very easily see and read into his own work that his experience in World War One, re- like, l- led to him writing The Lord of the Rings. Like, even going so far as to, at the end of Lord of the Rings, like, it's probably, like, I don't like Lord of the Rings, but my favorite part of Lord of the Rings is the ending. I'm just Mike back and beat him with a stick. When he goes home, when, when they, when they, when they return from their adventure, and it's just the most depressing thing ever, because that's literally what it's like to return from war, based off of accounts from actual people who have come back from war. It's never the same once you go, and it's it th- this this aspect of like uh, uh, media analysis is very interesting to think about, and it's something that not a lot of people actually like. Your average person doesn't think about coded language. Well, yeah, and, and um, for them, it'd be like, if you came home from war, you just accomplished your goal, and Kaiser Wilhelm II has set up shop in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah, that's yeah. actually what happens. The The ending yeah. to the movies, much more pleasant than what happens in the books. <laughs> very, very much so. I I mean, in the, in the movies, all, all the all genocides were purely fictional and, and 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 didn't actually like affect people. But wait, there were genocides people... in the movies? I just thought there was a lot of like singing and old Tom Bombadil under rock and overhill. No, you're thinking of uh, the Cimmerillion, which is a a much more light and pleasant read. So, fun fact: I can never actually na- say that book properly. Like, I call it the Cimmerillion, the Summer. Bell, like, I cannot remember the actual pronunciation of that name. It's really weird that I do, because, again, not like a big fan of Lord of the Rings. Which, <laughs> and it is a weird word to say. Which is so weird to me. Maybe this is because I'm a huge practical effects fan, but, like, I love Lord of the Rings. Like, Lord of the Rings will hold up forever. It is the Aliens 2 of fantasy stories. 
I, I actually feel like much in the same way about Lord of the Rings as I do about Harry Potter. Like neither series are ones that I grew up. Mike, I'm, I mean, I'm I, on I grew my up knees, with. Mike. I'm on my knees. Please read another book. <laughs> hey, hey, I I explicitly have never read. Uh, well, actually, I did read like two Harry Potter books. I read the third one and the fourth one. Uh, but but that that this is this is like where where I'm going. There, there's another like a deeper concept with coding, and it's racial coding. Actually, you know what's funny about Harry Potter? Like NASCAR? Is I, I still have people... <laughs> More like the Olympics, Frog. Oh. But, uh, but um, no, I actually, like, with Harry Potter, everybody loved Harry Potter growing up. I could not... I like. I, I think I read the books, and I thought the fourth one was the best. I couldn't and get then I read it. the fifth book, and by the end of the fifth book, I was just so burned out. I think at the time I was 14. But, like... What blows my mind is I have so many people that if you ask them, like, if you could go to any other world and be a member in that world, what would you be? And it's like always Harry Potter wizard, Harry Potter wizard, Harry Potter wizard. And I'm like, I, I just like, I'm like, you're, you're aware there are other fantasy novels in, yeah. like, like, you could go to the Monster Hunter universe and commit monster genocide and wear sweet armor for the rest of your life. Like, you could go to the Stormlight and be the stormlight world that that was created and you can be a, a bender sorry not a bender damn i forgot the word for it <laughs> you can go to futurama you can go to futurama you could be you could go to avatar and be a bender like you guys remember avatar right like, like really hell like, yeah it just I, I it blows my mind how much people focus on harry potter mm-hmm <laughs> And I and I completely agree, which is why on Twitter this morning, this glorious morning, oh, Mike, I no. pointed out because there's there's some drama about some D and D manual about orcs. I didn't even care. I don't even like when I when I saw the initial post about that. I was like, that guy's reading a little too into it, a little sus, but reading too into it. But but then when I, in response, I uh, to uh, a, uh, an acquaintance of mine posting on 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 Twitter.com about it, I pointed out an easier to understand example, which is the goblins in the Harry Potter universe, which are uh, greedy, uh, shifty, <laughs> pointy-nosed, <laughs> shekel-obsessed bankers oh boy. that are goblins. Oh I don't boy. know what you're... Like I, I can't it's... imagine what you're referring to right now. <laughs> it's obviously Could you Polish. explain? Um, never been there. Like, this, is a, this is a very obvious, like... like Comparison, like Callback. to point this out. The, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, that is that, by saying it's a callback. That is unironically a callback to when you didn't understand callbacks, and that's why I hate you. <laughs> no, it was no, it was like, uh, it, it was a callback to the. Uh, no, never mind. Go ahead, Mike. It is it, it is uncontroversial to say, "Hey, look, look." Like it's here, and then, but I to point that out on Twitter.com is to have every single person who's only ever read a single book jump down my fucking cock, and not in well, a good way. No, I it's, it's because you realize way. Twitter doesn't represent people as a whole. Like I actually use my Twitter account to escape the real world. Like I got a Facebook <laughs> account where I got to be like semi-professional, and Gross. then I go to Twitter and just <laughs> upload memes, like. That's I just upload memes and scream into the void, and that is my that is my therapy. Yeah, and Twitter is really great for that. But like, it, it, 
you gotta like both of you like I, and I'm not, this isn't like I'm not like flexing here. I have almost 200 followers. That's not a lot in Twitter. <laughs> well, you see, things not to flex, but you know, you know, you moth, you only got 30, and uh, you know, frogs only got 15 because that's the entire number of the fighting game scene in Twitter. <laughs> but like. <laughs> I've been at 98 for like five days. Someone just, please. The more followers you have, the more you just end up engaging with people and and the more people you follow as well. That's not true. Well, I thought you were going to say like engaging conversation. Like, but then you got people like totally awesome comics where the dude just throws stuff into the void and never starts arguments. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's why I literally started a gimmick account so that I don't have to deal with that. I can just shit post in, in, in private. Okay. I'm not going to tell anyone what my gimmick account is. Just go to my Twitter and you'll eventually find it because I retweet every post. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, we, we've gone way too off topic. Let's, uh, let's get that because we haven't even done introductions yet. Well, welcome well, to the welcome, We Hate everybody. Race, race Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we Hate the Concept of Race and Gender Podcast. Uh, today I'm on the your show, host. I want to become Justin Trudeau's dad. So you want to be Fidel I want to Castro? Be thin... What? I want to be the thin layer of black goo on Justin Trudeau's face. <laughs> I just want to be Justin Trudeau's wife's boyfriend. Ill base. And we are the only podcast that talks about Justin Trudeau. <laughs> well, I don't like, think he hasn't done anything recently. Like, he somehow stole the election again, and then he's pretty much laid low and gone back to his career as a male stripper again. Like, he's not doing anything. Uh, I don't, like, it's weird. Justin Trudeau has, like, a very pretty face. I have a feeling he has a dad bod. Uh, that's fine, though. Like, apparently... No, no, Justin Trudeau used to, used, no, he used to, like, model for underwear companies. He's He's got a good body. Yeah, he's, he's got a decent body. You know, actually, he has a decent <laughs> body. And I think this was just because I was looking for audio clips to splice this entire week. But, um... Gosh, Donald Glover has an amazing oh. dad bod. Like... Donald, Donald Glover's hot. Well, Donald Glover has the body, and I, I, I truly believe this, especially with how much time I spend at the gym, or I did, and I will again. Uh, Donald Glover has that body that, like, if you are a guy who works hard, doesn't necessarily pay attention to his your eating, but, like, does cardio three to five times a week, uh, goes to the gym for, like, 30 minutes, maybe a little bit more, three to five times a week, Donald Glover's body is what you can expect. And it's hmm. it's great. Like that is a natural muscular body, and I like it a lot in that video. I like it when you he know. shoots the guy in the head. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the commentary on society. Uh you know what? As he's a member of a community, I don't really think that uh he gets to ha. comment all that much. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I miss that show. It's on Netflix God now. Damn it. That took me a minute to understand what the fuck you're talking about because I haven't watched Community. <laughs> uh, <sighs> no. Uh, so, Muff. Yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let's talk about it. Like, I think you have a few stories you want to tell. Yeah, so uh, what, what we did is we, we realized we don't have a lot to talk about this week, mostly because uh, every anime company <laughs> has stopped their anime streaming. <laughs> it's, everything's delayed. Like, One Piece stopped right before another musical episode, and that's, I'm pissed. That's a legendary moment right there. Uh, the fact that I think Detective Conan refuses to stop, oh my, though. Even, oh, case really? Case closed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, One Piece has stopped. A lot it's of good Detective Conan has, like, 54 episodes in their backlog ready to be shipped. 
Uh, Digimon is still going, or is stopped, like, a lot of stuff. Uh, and I'm pissed at Funimation right now, because Funimation literally bought up all the rights to all the streaming. I mean, I don't uh, think they, it's, I don't think it's the, uh, streamers, I think it's mostly the, the studios that have to stop, because they can't go to work. Well, no, but even, even still, like, it would still be impossible for me to watch stuff without pirating this season, because Funimation bought up everything, and Funimation is such a joke, but we could talk about that at another date. Like, I could mm. spend an entire episode ripping on Funimation. Funimation really isn't what it used to be. It, it never was good. Like, hey, Funimation has always been Funimation hot garbage. Dubs, Funimation dubs used to be, like, the best thing ever. Yeah, because that was all we had. Like, that's like, still kind like of is. oh man, putting dubs sawdust anime? in my oatmeal is delicious. Because I've never had brown sugar. Honest question, who else dubs anime at all? Uh, Crunchyroll. Do they? Yeah, uh, I think they have their entire, they have their own dubbing studio. Why they do? It's very small, though. Yeah, but like I mean, there, I haven't are... seen any dubbed anime by Crunchyroll, so I can't say anything. Uh, about the Hulu does it. Okay, you know what? I just I feel like a dumbass. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Amazon does it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shut up, frog. I, I, I actually don't know about that last one. Uh, but yeah, we got yeah. three moth stories today, and we're gonna start on one of the more harmless and childish ones. And this is the the moth Swedish meatball story. And this takes yep. place. Uh, I want to say I was eleven or twelve. But my father, for the longest time, my father and I are actually in the same field. Uh, we both fix medical imaging equipment. And prior to me getting in the, into the business, uh, back then, if you were trained on something, like you were trained on MRIs, you only ever worked on MRIs. And the reason being is to send you to school to work on it was like a six-month thing, whereas now we bust people out in a month. And the reason for that is back in the day, you didn't have parts easily accessible to you. So a lot of the time, if you found there was something wrong with a piece of equipment, you literally had to yank it out of the system, go get a soldering iron, and re-solder the component until it works again. So, like, you had to be able to troubleshoot down to the mechanical level, like, to the to the electrical level. And uh, so I never really saw my dad because he was always in Shanghai or he was always in Germany. Um He was always in class or he would work on jobs for like three days at a time. So when my dad would get home, uh, it was all about him. Like it wasn't about the family. It was all about my dad being home. And so one day my mom went to Mormon gambling uh, before Mormons shut it down. And it was called a Bonko, which is I don't understand it to this day. But (laughs) apparently it's a dice game. Very similar, very similar to that one where you're trying to fill up a sheet like. I don't know what's that. What's that dice game called where you just roll dice and try to fill in a sheet? Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Yeah, it's very much like Yahtzee, except uh, depressed Mormon housewives who can't drink wine play. I too like video game reviewers who talk fast. <laughs> I hate you. I like that I like guy. Yahtzee. Person Yahtzee's been around since like 2006. <laughs> crap <laughs> on him. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking crap about about, about Yahtzee. I love Yahtzee. Yeah, why can't like you talk about crap? Just this one's been around a long reference. time. You've been around well, a long no, time. He's like one of the few content creators who's like never gone dark. Like he just he consistently has produced the same content for years, and there's something nice about that. Like him and the Angry I Video need to Game play Nerd. his games. But uh, they were doing Bonko, and so my mom went out to Bonko. My dad gets home, and normally, like what would happen is my mom would go to Bonko. We would order uh we would order Pizza Hut, and that that would be that. That'd be great. It'd be wonderful. Uh, but my dad comes home and he has this thing. He's like, uh, you know, I was in Seattle and I, I got these Swedish meatballs. And he didn't even get Ikea Swedish meatballs. He just got like Swedish meatballs. And this is back before 9-11. So you could throw like food in your travel bag and nobody noticed, especially <laughs> frozen food. That's really weird to think um, about. 
Yeah, it's really, really weird to think about a time before airport security. But he had brought us like Swedish meatballs from like Germany or something. He's like, we are going to eat these. And we're, you know, we're fine with it. We're willing to try anything. But uh, he didn't cook them right. And they had been frozen to like the core. And it, it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, cook in the oven for 25 to 30 minutes. And my dad had cooked it for 22 minutes. And so this stuff's still frozen at the core. <laughs> and we start eating it and immediately we're not enjoying this food. Like immediately my brothers and I, like my two little brothers and I were just like, like crunching on this stuff. And one of my little brothers who has a very sensitive palate, he's always been a picky eater. He's like, dad, this doesn't taste good. And you got to understand, like when my dad comes home and it's all about him, like he's on a hair trigger. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, you're just spoiled. You know, you, you wanted pizza and now you're not getting pizza. So you're going to complain about everything I cook. <laughs> ah, and he's like screaming at us. And uh, which is always really weird because my dad was a very rational guy. But like when it came to this, like he would go nuts. And my little brother is just crying. He's like, dad, this doesn't taste good. And in his mind, because he starts like coming up with reasons why he doesn't like it. And I think I knew it was frozen still. And it is crunchy. He's like. Dad, the, the Swedish don't take the bones out of their meatballs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so my dad is like, you're going to eat your damn meatballs. And my little brother's like, the Swedish didn't take the bones out. I can taste <laughs> the bones. <laughs> and, uh, brother just blamed, blamed all of the Swedish. And so my my dad my dad is screaming. He's like, we're going to sit here all night until you eat this, which actually would have been a good idea because it would have allowed them to defrost even more. But like, <laughs> he's sitting there like crying and he's like eat another piece and he like grabs my little brother and just starts like forcing these tiny meatballs into his mouth and actually they were massive Wait, is this the lighthearted story this is lighthearted and about halfway this through lighthearted my child abuse my little brother's throat seizes up and he refuses to swallow anything else and his gag reflex kicks in because he thinks he's eating bones and he just pukes all about, over my other brother. Is still about meatballs? And he just pukes these meatballs all over my other little brother, who then throws up because he's now covered in puke. And so I'm sitting here <laughs> watching this from across the table, losing my damn mind. <laughs> and, and he's just throwing up. And my dad's like, my dad just storms off because he doesn't want to admit that the meatballs were frozen. Is this just like that that Reddit story or not Reddit like that uh, that like green text of like you have to eat all the eggs? Yeah, well, like basically. <laughs> and so my dad like finally picks one of them up because he had touched a single one on his plate, and he starts chewing it. He's like, "Oh, the damn thing's frozen," <laughs> and he just walks off. <laughs> and so I'm left here with two little brothers covered in puke and a kitchen table covered in puke. And, just like, and I like walk over and my dad is just like watching the outer limits 10 feet away from us. Wild. And so it's just, yeah, it's, it's one of those stories like permanently burned into my brain is the story of my dad like forcing my little brother to eat frozen meatballs and then finally biting into one and being like, oh, they're frozen and just walking <laughs> off like no apology, nothing. I mean, did he not cook them? <laughs> he did. The, the <laughs> meatballs, they were not boneless. <laughs> I like my meatballs boneless. Can you imagine like so, a boned uh, meatball? Like, like a meat on bone. Like every little one is like a steak ham, like on a bone. In your so, spaghetti. Uh, that so yeah, that was uh, that's the first moth story. That's the Swedish meatball story. 
Moth, your childhood is a, is an enigma filled with violence and I mean, questionable behavior. I can tell you about the first thing I did when I got a computer in my room was install Warcraft 3 and LimeWire. And, like, my very first experiences with porn involved dogs. Huh? Yes. Is tell me it's your the, dog watching the... you. No. Oh, no. Fuck. It involves me typing in Lincoln Park. A, or Lincoln, not Lincoln Park. Yeah, Lincoln Park. Into LimeWire and uh, getting bestiality. Because when you're a kid, you don't know the difference between an MP3 and an MP4. You just think an MP4 is an MP3 that sounds better. Huh. I don't... I don't think this is one of the stories you wanted to talk about. No, I, it really like, isn't. Off the top of his head. <laughs> huh. It's like... In, in, like, anyway, I can tell you the story about a St. Bernard, a redhead, in a circus tent, I'm if you like. I'm set. <laughs> Set for this week. Frog, please, please tell me about <laughs> at the Road to El Dorado. Oh, yeah. Speaking of sexy animals, the horse in Road to El Dorado. Dude, bangable. Um, so I never saw Road to El Dorado because my childhood was uh, made of glass. And uh, Dude, Road to El Dorado is probably my favorite American animated movie. It's so a great like, movie. How? Well, it's, it's just, it's literally, it, it's, I, I love it because it's just two best friends Proceeding to mess up everything over and over and over again. And it's make the it better only time in storytelling. I actually watch the focus shift from one main character or from one character to being the main character to another one. I mean, they were it's never basically really like a buddy comedy, except also except Disney good. Themed. Yeah, basically. Except it was made by DreamWorks. Yeah, DreamWorks. I know, but it feels like a Disney movie. Kind of. I, I mean, yeah, sorry, Disney, Frank, I, didn't mean I don't know. It, it feels more fun than like more kind of goofy. And also, it's horny, but. Um, oh, it's super horny. Why is it so she horny? I was she so confused. She's my favorite Disney princess, hands down. Dude, she's like... Wait, the, you just said it's not Disney, you fuck. Dude, like, Chell is her name, right? I don't know. Chella, Chala, Chula. I think Chell. Like, what the fuck were those... Those animators were horny way back in 2003. That's like how like modern artists draw girls. <laughs> no, but that's like... That's, that's DreamWorks. Like, go back and watch The Prince of Egypt and watch how they draw, like, every woman I in love The that Prince movie. of Egypt. This is a biblical child's cartoon, and you got some <laughs> thick-ass Egyptian women. Like, every chick in Let's go. The Prince of Egypt is thick as hell. Anyway, Chell is like hey, an Adonis, and I'm so confused as to why. Uh, anyway. Uh, 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 you mean Aphrodite. Adonis was the guy. No, she has a penis. <laughs> you know, with a girl that perfect, I wouldn't be surprised. Isn't Adonis like a term for like <laughs> just a really hot woman? No, Adonis really, is a no. term for a really hot man. Uh, yeah. And, and so, like, but no, no, like seriously, DreamWorks, like back then, that was their MO for drawing women. Like, go look at Chicken Run. Same thing. Oh, he was the like, lover the of Aphrodite's <laughs> hell. Chicken Run? Chicken yeah. Run you look at some chickens from Chicken Run and just got a boner? What the fuck, Mom? Can we go back to the uh, circus tent story? You just want to fuck that pot pie. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, I watched that. we're talking about Undertale. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> so, I was... <laughs> I, I was watching. I have I have friends I play like fighting games with sometimes. Although we haven't played in a little while, so we just watched some movies last night. We watched two of them, and one of them was Road to El Dorado, which I've never seen. And I just I just miss two D animated movies, man. <laughs> Same. Like, uh, it, it, yeah, I agree. They, they just I mean, like Klaus came out last year, and that was fucking awesome, and I was so happy about that. But like, you know, speaking of uh, what was that term you started at the beginning of the episode, Mike? Uh, racial coding? typesetting. Code typesetting. <laughs> uh, speaking of Jewish stereotypes in racial code setting, have you noticed that character design that's been showing up in media everywhere? Which one? The one from Klaus, that? Ratatouille. 
Like what a big oh, nose individual? He's, he's, I mean, that's not like so. the he's big talking nose about the Pixar, curly weak. It's just a fun cartoon design. It's not really influenced by that, I imagine. Nah. <laughs> Moff, Moff begs me, please, Mike, do not reveal any power levels on this podcast. Moff, twenty minutes later, reveals power levels. Well, no, it's 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 once you get like some caffeine into me, which I had to pound a monster before we started this because I woke up after like four hours of sleep. Uh, I'm done. Like I'm just done. But yeah, Mike, continue. Frog, continue. <laughs> yeah, l- uh, real quick, let me just talk about this movie I didn't watch. Go ahead. <laughs> The Road to El Dorado, horny lady, keep going. Horny lady is oh, very Oh, yeah, Onward. Uh, that, that, that stereotype is in Onward as well, the the I... main character of Onward. Okay. Moth, you're banned. <laughs> okay, Frog, go ahead. I just wanted to say I really just appreciate, like, seeing all the animation and stuff. And that, that movie was, like, I mean, uh, in terms of, like, an actual movie, it wasn't, like, anything super special in terms of, in terms of writing. It was just like your a, whore mouth. I'm not... Okay. <laughs> in terms of writing or anything, but it was just a fun romp, and that was a lot of fun. Like it was it's basically it's, like uh it was basically like, you know, like your generic kids movie, but not in a bad way. But like It's uh, not a generic kids movie. It is the that you have to realize that movie came out in two thousand one. Do you know what we had at that 2003, time? Two thousand three, I believe. No, two thousand one. I'll fight you on this. I will look it up. Because Shrek anyway. was two thousand three. No, Shrek was two thousand two. Shrek was two thousand one. Was it two thousand one? We're not doing this because every time we do this, Mike has to like edit Oh, no, the film. we're both wrong. It's two thousand. Yeah, okay. So uh, <laughs> I'll accept it. But uh, at the time, like, do you know what we had to deal with? Like, princess movies had made a comeback in the cartoon industry. Like, uh, okay, that's what we were seeing, like, Aladdin. That's what we were seeing, uh, Little Mermaid and all that Aladdin crap. is from, like, 94. <laughs> Still, but, like, when an animated movie was coming around, it was so, like, mindless that when Atlantis and The Road to El Dorado hit, we were like, holy crap, yes. I'm just, hang on, I'm, I, one sec, I'm really sad. I just looked up Aladdin release date and I got 2019 because of the... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> fuck. I hate you, Disney, so much. The Will so Smith much. release. It was 92, by the way. Yeah, but, like, Road Del Dorado was so different. Like, that and Titan AE, it was so mind-blowing to see something that wasn't just generic crap. I mean, you're the first person other than me to think about Titan AE in 20 years. I'm not saying it was, like, That's bad. I, I, like, I like that it was more like, of an adventure setting. That's a kind of a cool, like... Thing to yeah, do, and it's, but like it's I'm, 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 I'm more so saying in terms of like theming, it was like oh cool, like two fr- a fun romp between two friends. They kind of have a fight towards the, the 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 third arc, and then they make up in the end. It's classic, you know. But I'm just yeah. saying it's kind of it's predictable. And that's not a, well, and but I don't really care because it's still fun. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna slap you. That movie had great songs. That was I'm, like I'm, the only I'm time praising it. <laughs> no, no, you, you're he not didn't say anything about anything. <laughs> I'm gonna slap you. That's movie had good songs. I didn't say anything about the music. I'm just praising yeah, the he movie. He hasn't said anything about the music yet. That's that it's the problem. like simple. It's, I'm saying it doesn't need to be super complicated to be fun. What do you want no, from like, me? Yeah, uh, you're not praising it hard enough. <laughs> you have to love it more, Frog. Well, I, you're the music. Because you do not understand. This is my favorite. I don't care American what kind of movie you of like. All time. Sure. Have congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> all right now frog go I watch think titan ae no yeah actually titan ae is <laughs> i want you to watch that that's an experience titan ae is one of the few movies that have actually gotten better with time because when it came out it was hot garbage and yet somehow it's better now i i love that movie, that movie. <laughs> 
That movie should not have been PG. They should have cranked up the violence a little bit more and just accepted as PG-13. Because at one point, they don't explain how, he gets the main female pregnant. And it's like, wait a minute. Hell, I think, I think straight up, they should have made it even more overtly a biblical allegory. Wait, it was biblical? Yeah. I just thought it was a fun, like, sci-fi fight like movie like like frog i don't know if you'll ever actually watch it the thing they're going the thing they're looking for is literally a, a repository of all the genetic information of the planet earth it's literally a noah's ark <laughs> yeah because when god went to noah he said i need you to go jerk off every animal yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what god would have done if noah was a cool space guy yeah. It's not biblical. Are you going to tell me that that Noah movie it's, that it's came liter- out like it's literally, it's literally was biblical? It's literally a Noah's Ark for the like. It's it's literally created so that we can that, so that societies in the future can repopulate another planet. It's literally Noah's Ark. It's literal. Like this is not this is not <laughs> subtext. This is text. My guy. No, it's it's subtext. Like it, it, even then, I think you're just doing like a weird game theory for a movie. Moth, no, you need to understand, okay? I watched this when I was religious and I loved the movie. I'm, this is not I'm like a criticism. Religious. I still love the movie. I don't see it. Alright, so basically, Eldorado is a pretty good movie, <laughs> okay. and it's got really fun animation, and it's very well made. I think I think it's out of the two movies I, I was going to talk about today. I think it looks really fun and colorful and has a lot of really cool stuff. There's actually some cool like 3D stuff they do with it. The CG looks really interesting. They, they kind of cell shade it or something. It's 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 solid. I love it. it I is almost amazing. thought it was like stop motion for a minute. It looked really cool in the way they mixed it in. Stop motion. There's like an early part my in the only, movie. Like, where, um, sorry, go ahead. Because they my they, only like weird criticism I have for the the uh, El Dorado is that you uh, have to do, go beat off halfway through the film. <laughs> nah, it it it's specifically like, and I know they couldn't do it because it's a kids movie. But like the fact that after the the game of Aztec basketball, they didn't immediately kill the people who lost. That was lame. Well, but- it also was established very very early that Miguel and Tulio prefer if people don't die. That was like a, that, that was like are, the coolest moment when he was like, "Actually, no." Literally- that was like, sick. What are you talking about? They're like they ah. are quite literally. You the you have defied rogue. my memory. And and made it a better movie no, in my mind, dude. Thank like the the whole moment was like the peak of Miguel's character because he was just like because that was it. That was the moment he stood up and said like, actually, no, you will not kill anybody. Get the fuck out of the village. I'm the god. I haven't watched the movie in like 15 years. So. It was really it's, cool. It's phenomenal. And that was like um, when I said like Miguel's the best character because he's actually frog, like a good frog. person. Frog, tell us about the second movie because I actually have a very interesting story that I can't do until you talk about it. Okay. Uh, I also watched. Uh, the steel big guy, the iron giant, is the is the joke I'm trying to make. Okay. That's not a good joke. That's a dad joke. All right, go. All right, what, what, what's your opinion on it? Let's hear. Uh, it's really fucking good, dude. That movie's awesome. That movie's my favorite of the two we watched for sure. Uh, I didn't. Lo- I don't think it looked quite as impressive phenomenal. for most of it. Although the facial animation and like character acting was better, I think overall. So, uh, that movie's an enigma because to this day, it 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 has to be a passion project. Like, yeah. I totally, think this totally. movie lost money in theaters. I think yeah, this movie I think it, it was, was did not do very, didn't do very good, but it's kind of like a cult classic now. Well, yeah, because it is phenomenal. There's so much love in that movie for such a terrible idea of a movie. Like that's a great idea. What? What are you about? I know. I How hate the Iron Giant. A boy in his robe. 
I, I think it's boring. I Bruh. don't enjoy anything about it. Bruh. Bad. Bad. Muff. 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 Tally up Muff for another take that's just awful. It's, just, it's, it's, it's so it's, it's boring. Like, it's At literally no point perfectly paced. There's no fluff in that movie. It's just like boom, 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 done. It's so good. And yet it's so boring. And maybe because I don't How? give a rat's ass about 1950s post uh, World that's War such II an interesting Cold War setting. fear America. That is, it's such an interesting setting. Setting it's used no. as great commentary. There's cool propaganda against, and like, shit American, going on in the like, schools and stuff. It, it, yeah, I, I've never enjoyed that theme. Like when we do it in Fallout, it's boring. When we do it in the Iron Giant, it's boring. When we had that. Well, the really, reason it's boring in Fallout is because Fallout's boring. Yeah, that's true. But like back when Fox was still doing good live action TV shows, like Malcolm in the Middle, they actually had one about a baby boomer going through elementary school, and it was boring. Like. Oh, I like think the- you, I think I, I think you just wish that nuclear like uh, bombs weren't like seen as a bad thing, and I agree. I, I don't feel that way. Well, at not all. bombs, but nuclear energy. Like nuclear bombs, no bueno. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, wait, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> are we pro like, bomb now? <laughs> I mean, if 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 moths can find a way to like weaponize his opinions, we might as well be the pro bomb podcast. Yeet. Jeez. I'm actually like I'm, I'm actually sitting here desperately looking for this this TV series now because like it, it's one of those things like if I didn't know the Pits by name I would have forgotten that the Pits was a TV show, but like it, it's one of these ones I'm, I I need to make sure I'm not having like a lucid nightmare about this other TV show. So like about the Iron Giant, I similarly to you like. I've only seen Eldorado maybe once. I've seen the like Iron Giant like at least seven times. I love that movie. I love everything movie. about it. I so love boring. every character. I the the oh the finale is so good because it's about is de- so boring. It's about deny. It's it's about subverting your own like fucking like 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 your literal programming, programming yeah. and becoming a hero. The only thing it subverted was seven dollars from my dad's wallet when it came out in theaters. Man, this is like the worst moth take yet. I think I think this is this is pretty peak, dude. <laughs> well, it's, it's here's the thing: like the Iron Giant, if it was taking place in the year like maybe twenty eighty four, and you know what? No, 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 no. Like, wait, why does the time the matter? We already had a second Iron Giant, and it was even better than the first. What one. do you? Are you actually and, talking about Player Player One? Because I'm gonna like, shit your fucking. Like, I will slap you in the mouth if you ever bring up that Reddit soy boy that's what I'm saying ever again. <laughs> no. It is Reddit the movie. That is fair. No, I'm actually I'm actually like guys. mad now after seeing this movie because that movie has the Iron Giant be like a fucking war machine. No, Blue Sky went ahead and did Astro Boy, and that was even what better. What the? That's nothing fucking. What? Oh my god! Astro Boy is a better that's Iron Giant. Nothing to do with anything. First. Everything about what you just said is the worst. A, you're saying that the fucking Astro Boy, like, CG movie was good. It was. B, that you're comparing it to the Iron Giant, and like, which is just like. Isn't that like a shonen? This is literally a nuclear moth take. Like, where he goes and fights shit, and that's his whole thing, is he fights people? Or something? No, it's, it's like, it's like Battle Angel Alita, but good. So he fights people. I ain't gonna. Sh- I'm gonna strangle you. I'm gonna. Iron I'm Giant is literally to, a giant anti-war message, and it's beautiful. It's yeah, but at the time, like we had. When did Iron Giant come out? Because we hadn't invaded Iraq yet. 2003, I believe. <laughs> oh, wait, let me check. Let me check. Wait, 1999. <laughs> yeah, we were actually at peace finally, and we decided to make a war movie. The I Iron swear Giant to God, is if responsible you blame for 9/11, 9/11. On the Iron Giant, I'm killing myself. <laughs> The Iron Giant is responsible for 9-11. It did come out before 9-11. That's weird. 
<laughs> I was out one hour. Like, I, I was born before it released, though. Oh, I hate, I hate my existence. I am, I am becoming the avatar of that which I know. Oh yeah, here we go. No, while, I'm here, uh, while I'm here, actually, yeah, it says here the budget was forty-eight million, and in box office only thirty-one point three. That's actually really sad. And it should have been way less than that. You're so, fuck, fun literally fact, die. Fun fact about the Iron Giant: uh, when my wife was in animation, one of her teachers worked on. Uh, That's so back cool. When she was in college, one of her teachers worked on the Iron Giant. And there is a man in the animation industry, and it's one of those things where, like, where you're famous in your field, but nobody else knows who you are. And right. there's this yeah. French dude who, he's basically a commission artist, and they're like, hey, we need you to do a very specific scene from a movie. But this dude is is eccentric as hell. Like, it's it's really weird to think about him as a character, or as a person, because he's, like, apparently super eccentric. He'll come in, and he'll, like, for a week straight, he'll just be addicted to, like, cold brew green tea and then a week later he'll be like cold brew green tea is hot garbage i'm all about onion juice now and then a week later he's jumped again and he's just insanely eccentric but they brought him on to do the explosion at the end of iron giant when that bomb explodes like when he goes superman and then straight up like punches the rocket yeah uh so that explosion they they do test screenings and I guess the original explosion he drew, because he drew that entire explosion scene, was very frightening to children due to how realistic it looked. So they had to remove, like, they had to go back um, a couple of cells and basically remove detail really? from the explosion to make it less scary. Is that true? That's the story I was told. Weird. That's actually interesting. I, I th- that's, yeah. that's, like, that's, like, believable enough that I, I'm willing to think it's not a one of your dumb, like... I mean, that's the story I was told that by my sounds, wife. That sounds that that actually does sound like vaguely uh, familiar to me. But well, I, go I, back I, and watch that explosion that. in a mediocre movie. Uh, that is one of the best explosions you'll ever see. It's probably it's a fantastic movie. That's I might be my it's new favorite animated it's, movie. It's, actually, it's it's honestly one of the best animated movies. I might be my new favorite. I'm, not, I'm trying I'm trying to think of like things I like more than that. I can't come up with anything. Klaus is pretty good, but I think the, it was only better in terms of visuals. I think like this is definitely a better written movie. The Road to El Dorado. El Dorado is fun, but it's not nearly as good. Um, Redline. Redline. I haven't seen a Redline. Redline I still haven't seen Redline. Great. It's crazy. Frog, you bitch. We said we were gonna watch. Uh, no, I remember like Redline. back in like episode three or something. We said we were gonna watch a Redline together. I haven't done it yet. Voice. I haven't seen that either. I haven't seen any of those. Like, how the f- have you not seen a silent why, voice? Like, like, I don't, I don't care like about romance movies, life. dude. It's not, it's a, not romance. a romance. It's like, I don't. It's why would bullying. I know? It, is not, it looks like a romance it's, when it's you look at the cover, about, so I'm going to assume it's a romance. No, it's a movie about a I also girl don't care who's about deaf who gets shit either. bullied by a guy who then goes deaf himself and realizes, hey, I shouldn't have been bo- bullying this chick, and so he learns sign language and they start a beautiful friendship. Okay, that is that is that is not what it's about. Okay, that is not what it's about. That is, that is not what it's about. You go away and you go sit somewhere. And yeah, you he, think about he what throws you himself said. off a bridge, trying to kill himself, and in doing so goes deaf, and he spends the rest of the movie in a redemption arc. Like some of what you just said is correct, but some is not. This is how propaganda spreads, and I will not have it on this podcast, sir. Anyway, Iron <laughs> Giant is the best thing ever. Uh, Dean is the best cartoon character ever made. Dean is, is pretty that the, great. Is that the That's guy the, who lives in the mobile home? He, the artist guy, yeah. And he's like literally every time he's on screen, he's the best thing ever. Like he's All right, well, he makes that movie this is amazing. The we are sad boy podcast now. What? Nothing. Uh so okay, uh Mike, you had something else you want to talk about. You wanted to talk about the most over discussed topic this week, this last two weeks. 
Wait, what's this week? Final Fantasy VII oh. Remake is a video game that I played and beat all of. Yeah! Mike cares about this, probably. I, I care I, a lot about this. Uh, have let someone like, I know, Frog, you're never gonna play it. Nope. Moth, have you played it? Here's, let me, let me be real, real clear on something real fast here, right? My older sister was a huge ass weeb, who I don't know why she stopped, but she was a huge ass weeb for a long ass time growing up. And so she played every JRPG that came out. She played every, like, literally every RPG that came out. It was her favorite genre. And my sister loved Final Fantasy VII. I can't tell you the number of times she beat that game. Meanwhile, I thought it was mediocre and Crisis Core was ten times better. That is uh, the correct opinion, basically. And uh, Dirge of Cerberus made they they said hey let's take the worst character in the game and give him his own video game that's a shitty devil may cry spinoff that's not really like it's it's not really devil may cry it's i can see like the connection would be made there because he literally looks like he's a knockoff of like dante dude he's a dollar Uh, store dante uh, except Vincent, he came out before Dante. So Vincent is with like in a anim- in a video game where every character is vying to be the edgiest character, including being incestual to be edgy. Vincent is still somehow the edgiest character. So I want to give like like some some like preamble to my like opinions on Final Fantasy VII remake. I have played the original game at least twice. I've played Crisis Core. I've watched uh, every Advent single Children. bit of. I've watched Advent Children. I've I I looked up summaries on the mobile game that had actual story beats in it. I've fucking I, I played uh, Dirge Service for twenty minutes. A uh, question uh, for you, real quick. Huh? In 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 Seven R, do they go over the? Do they go over Barrett's backstory where you find the other guy who's also missing a hand and decided to get a gun attached to it for some reason? No, uh, they, that's probably going to be the next game. So how much content is covered here? Cause that was like a quarter of the way through the first final fantasy seven remake ends when they leave Midgar. So like right after the brothel. Uh, you, you, no, like, uh, there's, after like the brothel bit, there's, there's, uh, then the, in the original game, then there's the sewer then the train graveyard, then you go and fight Reno, and then you go back to Wall Market. Uh, so it's not actually like... like wait, wait, there's, so, there's a little so bit more there. we haven't gotten to the casino yet, we haven't gotten nope. to Kate Sith, like... Uh, actually, it's funny you should say that. Uh, <laughs> for one second, in Final Fantasy VII Remake, when the plates are falling... Kate Sith appears out of nowhere and bangs his fist against the ground and is never referenced again. What? <laughs> yeah, it makes like it makes sense if you know who Kate Sith is, but if you don't, like I am like because that, that's where my, my opinion is. I love Final Fantasy VII Remake because it's not an actual remake; it is a sequel to everything, like like literally everything. Like the there there is dirge the dirge of Cerberus underground Shinra labs that are underneath uh, one of the uh, slums is a lab you go to in the remake just randomly like for no reason it's so fucking insane this video game dude all right but, like I'll it's play all, it. it's it's also like it's actually a really good game 
Like, I, I, I love Final Fantasy VII Remake, but my heart goes out to every little baby boy out there who's never experienced any Final Fantasy VII. Cause here's the deal. I'm just gonna spoil the ending. Cause you know, you play Crisis Core, so you know. Yeah, the Zach ending. Dies. That's the thing. The ending to Final Fantasy VII Remake is a is a shot-for-shot recreation of the last scene from Crisis Core, except Zack lives. <laughs> How do you live when 200 guys shoot you? It's, it's insane, this video game! <laughs> Alright, I, I, I'll, I'll watch it, just because, I, honestly, it, it, I don't know why, but I've always kind of liked B-list characters in the Final Fantasy games, like... I loved Sid in 7. He was probably the only character I didn't think was a complete, like, brain-dead, emotional piece of garbage. Uh, and it's Waka wild you should, Fantasy like, 10. love Sid when he's, like, emotionally abusive towards his wife. Wait, was he in 7? <laughs> yeah, dude, do you not remember? I guess <laughs> like, not. He, literally, like... he did everything short. I think he, I was about to say he did everything short but hit her, but I think in the flashback in space he actually does hit her. <laughs> Whoa! Space hitting. I don't. I mean, and, and I, I'm. I love Sid too. Actually, I'm just like I'm just making. A, I'm just memeing here. Sid's is a really cool character, and I'm interested to see how they're going to tone that down a little bit because I it should be toned down a little bit. Like Sid in seven, Waka in ten, Ignis in fifteen. <laughs> like those are the best characters. <laughs> You mean Waka the like the Albed hating? Uh, Waka's literally like like he hates French people to the point that they're their their separate race. I'm talking about Waka from Ten, where he just like he's like, hey, please stop messing <laughs> yes. with machinery. Yes, Waka. He he has a he has an irrational hate of the the in universe French people. All I know about Waka is that one like uh, super best friends football player. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Waka, <laughs> Waka gets himself a big titty goth girlfriend, so who's the real winner? He does. I, hey, hey, if racism gets me a big titty goth GF, maybe I should reconsider my world belief. Uh, it won't get you a big titty goth GF, but it will get you a cross-dressing Nazi aficionado femboy GF. Oh, God. If That's almost worth it, except for the Nazi thing. Almost worth it. Anyway, Moth. I mean, <laughs> you can roleplay as a Russian soldier circa 1944 if you want. I did you watch, guys can really make that. I did watch a small amount of this game because um, my friend was streaming it. So I just like hopped in into the call with it and stuff. And uh, I think it was like the part with like the, uh, what's it called? What's the guy who like turns Cloud into a fucking stripper? Uh, I forget his name. He he was he literally that that character doesn't exist until the remake. Well, I don't mean well, yeah. So that's what's funny is the remake apparently focuses on characters who were so like C list in the game it wasn't even funny. Oh yeah, and they even included like there's a there's two characters in it that only appear in Japanese only side stories that are just in the game. That's weird. Um, it is weird. In fact, um, so the character that you're thinking of, uh, Frog, uh, t- Moth, to give you, like, who is this guy? You remember the scene in the Honeybee Inn when you go into a room and then a bunch of guys come into the room and then, uh, molest you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, this character is supposed to be that guy in the lead with the, like, the handlebar mustache. Okay. Yeah, it took you a second, but like if you think about it, you can remember him. That's who he's supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, 
that that entire section of the Honeybee Inn now is a rhythm game. It's very weird, <laughs> but it's very cool actually. Like like the changes that they made in Final Fantasy so VII remake. So is this basically are... Final Fantasy VII the Yakuza version? Kind of. You can play darts in it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, shitty darts. It's, it's really weird. It kind of does have kind of that feel. I don't think the game's perfect. Like, there's tons of times when, like, because either to to save, like, to load the next area, they'll have a, a piece of rubble where on the ground and you'll have to climb under it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, there are tons of segments where you just have to walk while characters talk. Okay, but that's still awful. preferable to, you know, a loading screen where you have a flaming skull that you move around with the left analog stick. Random encounters are rather... Uh, yeah, random encounters are gone. Yeah! They've been gone since 15. Yeah! <sighs> My one big but thing yeah, that it, I noticed it, is that... You, sorry, go ahead first. No, no, I mean, you go ahead. You might have some insight. My big first thing that I, I, I just... Uh, the only, well, I guess the only real thing that I can comment on is, like, uh, how the combat looks. Because you fought, like, that boss underneath the fucking uh, guy. What do you, what, the, the big fat dude who's, like, <laughs> horny all the time. Big fat dude who's oh oh uh, uh you're talking about Abzu which is in the sewers no yeah yeah that guy uh, I, that, that, the fighting just looks like it's it's a mess <laughs> like no actually the the combat is legitimately the best part of that game I mean it might um, be fun I'm saying and visually it's a mess I can't see what's happening <laughs> there's so many yeah, particles the, flying the, everywhere at any given one moment. of the worst things about the game is that the camera is there's even an option in the game to pull the camera back, yeah. but even with that option turned on, the camera's still too close. Yeah, the to camera's the pretty bad. The particle effects cloud up the entire screen, especially during super moves, and it's like, oh my god, it's I just I just but like can't it, see. It's it, it is still a like combat wise, gameplay wise. I love the game Gameplay-wise, and the story fun. changes. The story changes they made make not only do they make more sense than in the like you remember like uh, Moth. You remember in the original game in Shinra Tower where you have to like get by by the guards who will shoot you dead if they see you. The only thing I remember from Shinra Tower is walking up two hundred flights of stairs in a worse version of the Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> you can still do that in the remake, and it's literally you walking up 60 flights of stairs and you're like Barrett the entire time's like why the fuck are we doing this yeah that's the <laughs> that's final fantasy 7 as well like Barrett is like i swear i'm gonna kill the first person we see once i get to the top of these stairs <laughs> it's it is a it, it is unironically like a great game i'm gonna have to put it like i literally spoiled the ending to this game like, i'm actually gonna have to Don't put in put a spoiler, spoiler tags over. like it's Final I mean, Fantasy well. VII is such an amalgamation of bad storytelling that you could say literally anything, and it's it's probably canon. Oh, dude, dude! Like, literally, the last boss the, in the game is like it's a giant f- ghost fart, and uh, it summons avatars of the future for Cloud to fight. And the avatars from the future are the three guys, like ghost versions of the three guys from Advent Children. Oh, I thought you were going to say the three guys from Crisis Core that were the other soldiers that don't get talked about. Nah, there is a new soldier in the game who only appears for one scene, and he's really cool, and I want him to be a character, and and he he's literally hey, a highway he re- patrolman. If he replaces Vincent, great. I love Vincent. Shut up. Vincent is hot garbage. Vincent's, Vincent's, Vincent's awesome. Go away. 
All right, but yeah, uh, that that that's that's Final Fantasy VII remake. I it's a really great game with a lot of weird problems, uh, and don't play it if you've never played a Final Fantasy VII game. Um, okay. Moth, please, why don't okay. you tell me about why bodybuilders have wholesome marriages? <laughs> no, 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 that, that's gonna be later. Uh, I got another story. How time much now. later are we going? We're running out of topics. Well, no, like, here's the thing. I, bodybuilders, because uh, they apparently have, like, a really bad stigma against them. But if you ever go to a gym, and I mean a real gym. I don't mean Planet Fitness, because Planet Fitness is better than nothing. But that's in the same way of, like, saying pilot crackers are better than nothing when you're starving. Like, yes, but you'll probably still die if you eat nothing but pilot crackers. What is that? Um, but if you go to a real gym... Uh, and you see the guys who work out, there's going to be one, there's going to be three types of guys with a wife at the gym or a girlfriend, but generally it's a wife. Uh, so you have the guys who generally are with their girlfriends and the guys are like really into bodybuilding. They look athletic. They don't look bodybuilder Jack, but they tend to look athletic and they have gym bunny girlfriends, which are the girls who wear the weird push up bra, Hanes underwear, they're in the gym to look good. Not yeah, to yeah. They're, they're in the gym look to look good. good. They're the ones that spend ten minutes on the leg press machine while I'm screaming internally because I can't do my rotation, uh, my superset. Then uh, th- there's that, and then you have the guys who are there with like their girlfriends that are more jacked than they are, and it's like you know that's fine. That is a couple that they both share the hobby and they enjoy it, and that's wonderful. And then you have, and I noticed this because I fall into this category with my wife. But you have the third group, which is guys who go there and they're super jacked or they're super fit and they're super athletic. And then their wives tend to not be. Their wives tend to look like normal human beings. And, and you have to understand, like, they're they're people. They they look like people, they're normal human beings, they they clearly look like women, uh, but they're 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 more akin to like when people are talking about like mommy dom and whatnot, like what a woman is actually supposed to look like. And it's so funny because You'll see the guy doing like lateral pull downs or something, and their girlfriend will come up behind them and like, be like, oh, is that a new, is that a new weight? Like, I think you made it a little bit further, not teasingly, like actually encouragingly. Like, are you gonna do it? Are you gonna finish the last set? Like, are you gonna get that last rep out? And then you're like, oh, you know, it's really nice that she's encouraging her boyfriend's passion or her husband's passion. And then they turn around and she's doing it, and suddenly you could tell how much he loves her because he's watching the whole time for like the machine to break. Or uh, for her to need help on the last rep or something. And you actually see like this really wholesome marriage functioning in a public place. Birds boring. A... Women women are boring and don't belong in this podcast. Face. Get them out of here. Fuck women. Not literally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Having sex with women is homosexual. Got them. Yeah, because women like dicks. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Pretty gay. Fuck women. Dick, liking dicks is pretty gay. But um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, the second story time now, uh, and I did want to talk about the story. I didn't want to have that stupid lead-in about the gym. But uh, kind of growing up, I, I had a aversion to the mentally challenged, more so than others. And it actually took me... I don't like where this story's going. ...until my mid-20s to get over it. And the reason was, is growing up, the LDS Church, the Mormons, we were very intertwined with the Boy Scouts. Like, super intertwined. Um, and so growing up in my ward, we have these kids who buy age groups. Like you basically hang out with a group of people in your age group. And so like you had seven to eight year olds hang out. And then when you graduate, to the, so you spend probably 14 years of your life with the same social group of people because you're all the same age. 
And in my social group, when I was growing up in, in Alaska at the time, there was a mentally challenged kid. Uh, he had Down syndrome and he was actually pretty high functioning, all things considered. But you know how they say like mentally challenged people can't be malicious? Like, I don't know. Depends on the situation, this? I think. But like, have you ever heard like they cannot be consciously malicious? I've heard that like false rumor spread about people. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, No. I mean, I've, 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 I've experienced people implying like similar things, but like, I, I don't know this to be an actual like stereotype. No, it's, well, it's, it's a stereotype. It's absolutely not true because him and his sister, who were both uh, high functioning, they were actually both aware of their mental difference. Like they, they were like, Hey, I realize I'm not a normal person. Well, his sister was actually a real big sweetheart. Like she loved to help people. She actually loved to bake and she was great. And like everything that was good about his older sister was pure evil about this kid. Like, and I, I feel horrible, like, saying, hey, we have this mentally challenged kid, and he's evil. But the dude was messed up. Like, this this dude, he would always harass and bully me. Like, he would punch me randomly, like, when we would cross each other in the halls. Like, he would just punch me in the gut. And uh, I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I go up to my dad, and I'm like, dad, what do I do? Like, you told me if somebody hits me, hit back, but you're telling me not to hit this guy. And my dad's like, my dad, the word of advice I think my dad has repeated more than anything else in my life is... You can never hit the retard. <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't matter what they do to you. The moment you hit the retard, the mentally challenged guy, uh, you're a monster. <laughs> and uh, so I had to go to summer camp with this kid one year, and I hated summer camp. Like, it was Boy Scout summer camp, and I am I was not an athletic kid at all growing up. I much preferred playing Warcraft 3 in my room for 14 hours a day. That was ideal for me. And uh, this kid did not like me. He knew he was retarded. He knew he could get away with everything. And he would just beat me up. Like, when we would go on hikes, he would, like, push me in Devil's Club. Which, I don't know if you know what Devil's Club is. But, like, Devil's Club is, uh, it's Poison Ivy on crack. (laughs) Like, Frog, look up, while I'm telling the story, look up a picture of Devil's Club. And I just want to hear your reaction when you see what it is. Club? Devil's Club, yeah. And, uh. It just looks like a maple leaf. But, like, a weed. Yeah, look under the maple leaf. Oh, the stalks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They're like rose there thorns. Yeah, and they're itchy. Ooh. Uh, and once that stuff's in your body, you're like spending a week itching uncontrollably. Jeez. And this kid would like trip me into Devil's Club all the time. And like we would go to the pool hall together. Uh, or not the pool hall, but the actual lake. And he couldn't swim. And so he would stand by the dock for me to get close enough to the dock and then just cannonball on top of me (laughs) and then try to use me as a human life vest as he like pushed me under the water, trying desperately. Like he would have the comprehension of, I can't swim. I hate this guy. I'm going to cannonball onto him. And then like he wouldn't realize that like, I can't swim. I'm going to die from this. And so, like, he would get in the water, suddenly realize he can't swim. And like the fight or flight would kick in and he would like drown me under the water (laughs) and so like i i absolutely hated this guy and i couldn't do anything about it because he's retarded like i i would throw punches at other kids all the time like i once threw a rock at a kid because he'd been bullying me for three days straight like but i can't do anything to this guy and social backlash like the social backlash like so the worst story is i'd been constipated for about four days (laughs) what what is it with you in stories about shitting I don't know, but I'd been constipated for about four days. Has there been a shitting story? Am I am I out of the loop? Yeah, but he, 
Mike? Wait, wait, wasn't that story about shitting the one with the waffle stomping? I think we talked about waffle stomping. We've talked about waffle stomping before, but like I've never told like the story of when I crap myself driving through Canada. Nice. But like, yeah, uh no, so I'm I'm sitting here and it, you know, it's those toilets like when you I don't know if you guys ever went to summer camp, but it's like where they have these two stalls that are just like eight feet of solid iron, and then they got like about a foot of uh they got a foot of con- like a foot riser, kind of like actual bathroom stalls, and then there's just concrete platform, and then you have like a toilet carved in, and it's just full of blue water. Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, it's an actual latrine. Uh, yeah, troughs. Yeah. So each campsite had two of those, where you had a single toilet that just plunked straight into a blue trough, and there were two of those, and they were separated by a big divider. It was actually kind of spacious; like you could fit a full functioning bathtub in each of those. And so, uh, I'm sitting here on the can, and this is just the story of when it culminated, how much I hated this guy. Uh, I'm sitting here on the can, and I'd been constipated for three days, so I'm working this one out. And this is before cell phones. And, uh, suddenly, like, I hear angry knocking on the stall I'm in. And, you know, there we go. The poop goes right back in. I'm not going to take a dump now. Uh, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Occupado! (laughs) <laughs> and the knocking gets louder. Like it, it does. I doesn't even let me finish saying occupied. The knocking just thud, thud, thud. And all of a sudden, I hear this kid, and in his voice, he's like, "Let me in, got poop." And I'm like, "Hey, I'm, I'm pooping." Like the, the other stall next to me is open, by the way. And I'm like, uh, "Occupied," and he's like, "Let me in," and I'm like, "No, I, I, I gotta poop." And, uh, he, eventually he just crawls under the stall and like pokes (laughs) his head to look at me. And at this point I've kind of had enough. So I actually kick him in the head with my boot, like in the forehead to get him to go away. And I'm like, dude, well, it's not like I'm stomping on him. Like I'm kind of just trying to push him away with my foot. Right. And so he's he's like screaming, he's like half poop, half poop, half poop. And uh, he's just, like, screaming at me. And eventually I managed to push him out. And uh, I, I don't think anything of it. Like, I finish what I'm doing, and I'm in a bad mood. So I go down to, like, the commissary to go buy some Twizzlers. And I come back, and the counselors are waiting for me. And this kid is, like, standing there, still kind of crying. And he's got a boot print on his head. And <laughs> the the camp counselor is like, what did you do, Moth? And I'm like, what? He goes... Uh, you know, Madison told me that you bullied him out of the bathroom, and now he pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs> he pooped himself, I'm just dude. Like, I was just like, I'm like, no. They shit I'm, in his pants. What you do that for? Well, it's it's one of those situations where it's like, I don't have poop in my pants, but he does, and he has a boot on his head, like a boot print on his head, so he can tell the counselor whatever the hell he wants, and I'm the bad guy. <laughs> and uh, the counselor, like, called my father and was like, yeah, so uh, Moth is being disruptive to the other campers. He's bullying the mentally challenged kid at camp. He put shit inside of his pants, sir. Yeah, he put poop he put, in his pants. He put it in there. And, like, Who and does just, that? Like, and then after that, like his the kids, like the kid, kind of realized he was bulletproof at that, and his malice only grew. Like for the next two days, he would just harass me needlessly. I would be at the freaking petting zoo, you know, like petting bunnies and stuff, and he'd come up and like rip the bunny out of my hand and just like start waving the bunny around. The counselor would come up and be like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I play with bunny. Tell me about rabbits, George." And like, just just everywhere I went for the next like. 
two days, he would just harass me more than he had been up to that point. And like, I got back to camp and I looked at my dad. And I'm like, I'm never going back to summer camp again. <laughs> like, Jesus you know, like when you know you're at the bottom of the food chain when the mentally challenged kid gets to bully you. So i I have uh, I have my own story. I, I grew up like on my dad's side of the family. Mental illness is just everywhere. Uh, my cousin. One of my favorite people in the world. Uh, Shoutouts to Brandino. Uh, he has cerebral palsy. Uh, and oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, it's fine. I I am pretty sensitive about uh, uh people who have met, uh, mental issues, but at the same time, I can acknowledge when uh the when the arsler is 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 is, is usable and this fucking in in second grade this fucking retard <laughs> fucking. Uh, he was, he, just like, just like your, the guy you were talking about, this Madison fellow, I don't remember anything about this kid, cause like, I only had this one negative interaction with him, but, uh, we were, it was second grade, we were going somewhere, and we stopped to use the bathroom, right, and, uh, I go into the bathroom, and as I'm walking in, this kid, he, uh, he kicks the door, like the, you know the, like, in school is that little thing, the door jam they use, the little wooden thing, right? He kicked that from the, the opening that was keeping the, like, stall, like, not the stall, but, like, the actual door open, and under a stall, and I was like, oh, I'll go get that. So I go into the bathroom to try and get, like, the door jam out so I can just, like, go put it back. But he follows me into the bathroom and is like, I'm using the bathroom now! And I'm like, no, I'm just want to get this door stall, and he's, he deadass decks me in the face. <laughs> like, with all the strength of an uh, of a brain that un- doesn't regulate its faculties properly, <laughs> and I just f- and and I'm anemic. Like I've always had like really thin blood, so like I'm literally I look like that Andrew WK album cover. Oh, just, just like bleeding horribly, just covered in like just gross shit, and I'm just sitting there in front of this like in front of the bathroom mirror, letting it drip out, and a- a- as he's taking his little dumperoo. And, uh, he gets out and then he goes and tattles on me. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm, I'm literally like, just like l- trying to get it to go down. And the fucking teacher comes back and is like, I'm going to need to talk to you. And they sit me down with hi- this kid and I- in this room. And he's like, so I understand you wouldn't let this gentleman use the bathroom. <laughs> and it's like, I no. have blood on my face. <laughs> and I got suspended for two weeks. What? Two weeks I got punched in the face. I hate schools. It's okay. Uh I once whipped my dick out in first grade and showed the whole class because I thought it was weird that I was circumcised. <laughs> so Kaguya Sama Love is War is a really no, actually, like, Mike, good Mike, anime. Mike, 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 before you go into this, I got one more story. <laughs> so do you believe in like the power of names? Uh <laughs> That's like the most what? like arcane and mystical question you've ever asked. No, 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 like, do you believe that like naming somebody sets their personality for life? Oh yeah, like how Zeus, you can control him if you say Zeus at him, but not an actual <laughs> no, Zeus. No, like, what say you his name your child name. is going to impact who they are for life. I no, mean, to well, an I mean, extent, if you say if you call them like Gertrude, then yeah, but like, no, 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 like no, because like every Nick I've known, myself included, growing up has been a massive dickhead. No, I know a Nick is really sick. 
Yeah, I, nice dick. I know a Nick like, too. And what's even better is when they're named Nikolai, like they have the weirdest fetishes on the planet. Like hands down, Are, every Nicholas it? becomes a salesman manipulator. Like d- the name Nick is like ingrained with bad people. In fact, if you look at there's a study that says like the names that are associated with douchebags, Nick is always at the top. Uh-oh. Well, I don't think you're bad. It's it's fine, but like <laughs> uh, you know the name Clay. Yeah. I've Clay never Aiken? met a smart guy named Clay. Oh my god, you're right. I've never yeah, met a person like, named Clay, thing. period. So. We had a, when I was in elementary school, we had a kid named Clay who I took Taekwondo with, and the dude had anger management problems like nobody's business. Like, he, he was definitely on the spectrum. He wasn't retarded, mm. but he was on the spectrum. And uh, this dude had anger management issues, and it didn't help that he was six foot five with like a 23 year old heavyweight boxer's body. And, uh,. So like in, in fifth grade, I'm 11. This kid's six foot five. He did. He was not done growing, by the way. Like I saw him again in ninth grade. And he was like ready to be a basketball player. Just sucked that he was white. Um, <laughs> That's uh, how one, I feel about most people. One day he got like frustrated that a girl had beaten him at like uh, hoops, like actually throwing a ball into a hoop. Uh, he had been frustrated that a girl had beaten him at it, and he was like stomping around and wouldn't come in for uh, after recess was over. <laughs> And a, uh, a a playground patrol teacher came, which is like generally a parent volunteer, like tried to get like, Clay, do you want to come back inside? Like we're learning about Charlotte's Web. And Clay just turns around and cold clocks this woman and knocks her out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why does everyone else have so much violence I in their hate Charlotte's Web. I don't understand. <laughs> Spiders can't write. Well, what was bad is I took Taekwondo with him and, uh, we had a instructor who was like an ex-marine, uh, he was an ex-marine like artillery guy. Like he was artillery and he was, this dude is like in his late or early forties. Cause he had like retired from the, from the Navy, like from the Marine Corps. And, uh, it was a known fact that the only person who could spar with clay was this teacher because clay could not control himself. And so like we would be in Taekwondo and suddenly like clay would just, bust out and just start brawling with this dude and this dude is like an ex-marine it's the only time i've ever seen fear in this man's eyes when he had to like tard wrangle clay to the ground wild so kagi sama love is war uh you know we should we were gonna close out the anime podcast by talking about an anime we got one boys we got one can it wait no no we just did like two in a row nope we got one more go ahead mike So, uh, Kagi-sama Love is War, I had completely written off the show when it first came out, because I don't like episodic content, really. Uh, it gets it, it gets more, like, like, continuous towards the end of it. It does. Even towards the beginning, there's, there's aspects yes. that carry over into other episodes. Yes. But it just, it seemed like that's what it was, and I completely, like, given up on it. And granted... It's like a, it's a, it's, it's literally a romance anime, so it's can only, it, it's literally, it has to be episodic, otherwise it will stop at one point. Um, I think it does stop whole, at one point, though, but I'm not sure. The whole conceit of the show, though, for anyone who's never seen Kaguya-sama, is that there's a rich girl and a really smart poor guy, and they're in an elite school, and they both love each other, but they cannot admit to one another or themselves. That or themselves that they have these feelings because to do so would mean that they lose the like they they lose they they are like, the they, they're, they're, they're the one they, who had to admit. like can 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 uh, wait what's the confess 
Yeah. I thought of convince and So the act of confessing is, is literally them saying, I lose to this person. Yeah. So uh, even though this is a romance anime, it is actually a shonen anime. Yeah. Like, this is a, totally. This is a JoJo battles, but, they're in love. Oh, it's jo- it's JoJo as shit, yeah. dude. Like, there's there's some fucking there's some fucking bullshit. Like it's keeping so extra phone batteries inside of <laughs> hidden books, yeah. just so you can like convince the person that their phone's it's gone really dead, funny. so they can't call for like a ride. Dude, see, the first it's episode so- of season two. I, I don't know if you watched it yet. No, it's it's a small gag, but like the the first uh, like scene of the second season is like uh, Kaguya sending her her butler lady. Like on, in spy gear to go and replace coffee in the in the student council room with like decaf coffee so that the, the president will be asleep for like an hour because he needs <laughs> caffeine. It's on that level of bullshit. It's really funny. It's it is a it is a really great anime. Like I actually am surprised at how much I I, I love it so much. It's that great. I created a a gimmick account <laughs> where I rate animes in which people cry. <laughs> and I, it was the first show I rated. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really really fucking good, man. I'm I'm happy you it's, saw it now. It's it really surprised me. Like there there are some A class gags. Like I'm kind of upset that uh, you you characterized um, that one guy as just being like a oh no he's a good uh, character, but in terms of comedy he's like <laughs> he's a gamer yeah, he's incel Chad. I love I love him. <laughs> no, uh, the only character I don't like, and I know this is the most unpopular opinion in the world, but, uh, whatever her name is, the pink-haired girl. Chica! Chica. 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 Yeah, I don't like Chica. I, I feel like Chica's entire existence is to extend the story, because every time the characters are about to have a moment, she jumps that's, in and ruins That's it. the joke. That's the comedy. <laughs> yes, but, like, it's, it's, it's actually grading. I, it is that's, extending that's drama the funny. unnecessarily. But that's the yeah, funny. It's like, it's, it's like it's watching not, Breaking Bad after the third it's season not so, and it's, realizing it's, this, they're this just going to keep This is a comedy going. show. It's not about like an advancing romance. It's about being like, hmm, what but shall I do they're today? they're forcing oh! the advancing romance. But they're not. And oftentimes she's, like, oftentimes she's literally used as an excuse for them to get together. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's, it, just, she's just an no, agent like, of, like, she's an agent of chaos. She's like, yeah, that's exactly what she is. She's an agent of chaos. At least with when science made us fall in love, like the other characters were supportive and trying to help them understand. Okay, but like, that science. that show is about two idiots who are in love but have convinced themselves they have to prove it first. This is a show about two people who are in love but will fucking fight to not admit it. Yeah, like it, it, and to have characters in there that fist, like like because the, the 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 incel guy he as well is literally just a tool to keep them I apart. I love like, so a, much. <laughs> He's my favorite. There's a really great episode where uh, it's after uh, after uh, Kaguya pulls him into bed and oh, uh, yeah. has convinced uh, and is convinced that either something happened or something didn't happen, and the fact that something didn't happen makes her more angry because she likes him yeah it's and so it's like really weird there's there's this great moment where uh that kaguya and the 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 guy i can't remember his name they're both talking to different characters and the guy's talking to ishigami and she's talking to uh someone that she gave love advice to mm-hmm. and there's there's so many great bits in that scene where she will explain a moment and then it'll cut back to Ishigami reacting to it because it's the same thing that the class president just told him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
it it's such great comedic ju- uh, juxtaposition yeah. between like these two different scenes of like these characters trying to justify it to themselves why they're mad at the other person. My favorite thing about it's so oh, man, it's, it's it's really funny. It's so hilarious. I it, it made me laugh. Like I I watch comedies and I'll laugh like anime comedies and I'll laugh maybe once every few episodes. I had to pause because I was laughing so hard yeah. at least like in three different episodes. Dude, yeah, no, it's season. it's my favorite comedy for, I've seen. It's fucking, it's really good. Um, no, and it is. I agree. I agree entirely. Um, you just hate it, women, so uh, no, I'm I'm okay with it. I just I don't like Chica, but that's okay. Like you can. Enjoy I think I think something. one of my favorite bits is when Chica goes to get ramen. That was in, good. Like, the second to last episode. Well, no, like you can you can like something and dislike a character and still like it. Like I hate Crusher in the Next Generation. God, I, I wish you take your own advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's the difference is like if there's one unlikable character, I could get past it. But when it's the entire cast is unlikable, <sighs> I mean, I, I understand not liking someone. That's fair. I just don't think that reason is kind. Of, I think that reason's kind of weak because Ishigami is kind of the same. He's also an agent of chaos. He's just got different. He's more he's, subtle about it, I guess. He's less um. He's just bombastic, a, chauvinistic. Yeah, he's well, he's super eccentric and chauvinistic. He, when he literally stops a love confession from happening, we can talk. <laughs> he does that like several times. No, he doesn't. He does though. Anyway, my favorite my favorite no, thing is like uh, the. And also, like, th- there's no at no point in the show are these two characters about to confess to the other, and then Chica comes in and interrupts them because the whole conceit of the show is that they don't want to admit confess to the other person. Yeah, fair enough. It's implied that like whenever someone gets into like a corner, that they'll like think and uh, uh, like it's a comedic thing. Anyway, I don't know, the best thing about the show is at least what's well, the best thing about the show? My, one of my favorite things of the show is just Ishigami and Shirogane's like a uh, weird relationship they have where they're kind of bros. And they'll just be misogynistic behind everyone's backs. <laughs> it's, it's really fucking funny. Also, that fucking opening in the first season, though, oh, is like yeah. the best it's anime so, opening dude, ever. Like the James Bond spy shit going on, and like the, the first opening's really good. The second opening's okay. Yeah, uh, both EDs suck. But there's uh, that one ED that they decided to animate. That I don't remember the second ED. The first one was like just kind of. Simple, yeah. It was like it was like nah. cute girls doing cute things, which is fine. But the second, the dance was it's pretty actually fun. really. It's like watching the first season. It's there's actually the first season has three different EDs. Yes. two of them they only use for a single episode. Yeah, it's weird, and it's I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I like. I don't hate it. It was just really weird. Yeah, I think the Chica dance. Obviously, the second was one was fun. really weird. The Chica one, like, I, I that's a way better OP. Blew than up. Actual OP. My my problem with the Chica one, and I love it. It's great. It's it's a perfect. It's not the actual ending itself it's what happened to the ending mm. and like the dance animation's beautiful like the problem is it's so memeable that for a long time parody amvs were nothing but like sinking death grips to her dance or <laughs> i something. swear to christ stop calling anime music animated music videos you're you your fucking anime poop stop it stop doing no, this like, thing they're aim memes <laughs> aim memes <laughs> Who cares what they they're are? Called anime, they're called anime. It doesn't matter. They're, they're called YouTube. They're just memes. Like, that's what they're who called. cares? Who cares? It's it's a meaning. Yeah, like, but like yeah, for the longest if time, if he wants to stick to like not saying the memes, it's very clear that Moth wants to make memes and not call them memes. <laughs> call them what other people call them: YouTube poops. But they're not because they're not YouTube. They're anime. So would they be like anime poops? Sure. 
Whatever. Yeah, sure. Just stop calling AMVs. Is a completely different art form. Anime no, I make AMVs, and I am an artist. APV. Like, there the you only go. reason you call them AMVs is because you watched AMV Hell, which is like a parody, like of you, just YouTube poop with AMV uh, anime set to like goofy music and making jokes. Okay, but like, AMV Hell is literally YouTube poops. That what was that episode four? Like I just you know how many like Dragon Force, Caramel Dancing, Death Grip, like. Just how many no-effort remixes of a song in front of her dancing. In fact, there was an entire meme page dedicated to it, which was called, like, Chica Dancing to a Different Song Every Day. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice, that's a nice. And I mean, it, it just, it was like, oh yeah, I really like it. But, like, if I wanted to make one of those now, it's so downtrodden, I would have to be, like, really, really good about it. I don't know, man. It's just fun. It's actually really interesting, uh, uh, Moth, because uh, now we're on. We're, now we're talking about your poops, uh, which I guess is like every episode at this point. Uh, <laughs> your 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 anime poops are. You've made like four of them so far, and each one is better than the last five. Well, the last one I had to do, which uh, is the like I, I've kind of done these, and I've looked at like how many views each one has mm. gotten, and of course, the one I'm least happy with is the one that's like racking up views left and which right. Which one's that? That's the One Piece one. Oh, I, yeah, that was like th- experimental, right? The One Piece one. Yeah. If you had used, if you had put like just a little bit more time into like the sinking of the lips, that would be like a ten out of ten meme. Like I don't even it, like One Piece, and I and I reshared that because I thought it was funny. Uh, no, but actually, the one I put the most time in because I was like, all right, I got an hour before bed. Uh, oh, the, yeah, that, like three hours. I mean, you got it got uh, you got one? more licks in your One Piece one. The uh, the Gundam one, right? No, no, the Gundam one was okay, but I then, was like, the one, one I did after that. Uh, well, the Gundam one is definitely great, because that's when I learned how to do, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you taught me how to do, like, subtitles and whatnot. I mean, yeah. But I, ex- I actually released another one last night, just because I was like, um, there's an anime, probably the first, like, movie I ever watched as a kid on sci-fi, and it was, like, Galaxy Express 999. And there's a scene in it where, because it's about a kid going on an adventure. Like, the kid is on an adventure, and it's 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 a child adventure story. Um, there's a scene where he goes into a bar and asks the bartender for milk. Oh, the one you posted last night. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was the one I put it last night, and I, I, I clipped it to Critical talking about ordering milk yeah. at the bar. And the reason I did that is because he asks for milk and gets everybody at the bar's attention, yeah. and they beat him up for it later. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's why easily, I that like, the best one you've made. I really, really enjoyed that one. Uh... I like how you didn't just get rid of the whole audio, like you actually put it underneath the track. That was No, actually the audio underneath the track is critical playing a game and I couldn't get his <laughs> voice like out of it. Uh-huh. The only real editing I did with that clip is uh at about the fifteen second mark where it shows him like thinking and it's got the random numbers going. I had to make three separate uh images to put in the video. <laughs> Fair like enough. I, I actually I hate you both for showing me how easy video editing is. It's not that hard like, to do simple like, stuff, yeah. Like, it's not like, hard. Yeah, I, I got an hour to edit a video. The problem is, I just had to download seven seasons of Dragon Ball <laughs> Kai last night <laughs> for my next audio clip. So I'm like, oh, I hate you. Like the worst part of doing like anything anime music video related is you have to sit there and watch episode after episode for the clips. Yeah, actually, speaking of which, yeah. this is actually a good idea. Like, um, if anyone's listening, like, is because cur- I this is I, should, I wish someone told me this a while ago. So like, if anyone ever like, if you ever want to make something like a video or whatever, um, and you're intimidated by its difficulty, just start. 
because it's really like, not if that you, bad. If you if you watch Moths, Moths, like even from the from the first one he ever made to his most recent one, like it's it's he's made five, and you can very clearly see like each one he's getting very marginally. Yeah, like, and they're very, all like thirty like, seconds to a minute long. Better. They're not like long things either. No, they're they're about the the shortest one is seven seconds. Yeah. and the longest one is forty five. Yeah, so like. It, He's, it's he's, getting better with each one he makes, and it's it's that less than easy. A week, like, I think, right? Just yeah, making the days. just making the podcast. Like I've gotten way better at editing than I was before we started the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I'm at the point where it doesn't take me that long to do things. I personally anymore. think in, in my video that I made, I, th- I, I don't know if I mentioned the podcast that that's done now, but um, I feel like the editing at the beginning of the video is is significantly weaker than some of the stuff at the end of the video. So. Stuff like that. I actually think some of the because uh, I, I didn't actually talk to you about it because I wanted to be more positive. There's editing uh, at the uh, towards the end where there's long pauses. Yeah, I, I I kind of wanted to try something more dramatic there. I don't know if it succeeded very well. I was going to talk about that. Anyway, we talked about it like uh, on our own though. Um, yeah. So honestly, editing's easy, and I'm so yeah. mad that back in 2004 when AMV Hell was going on, I didn't know how to edit. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Now you can I, I really wish I had jumped on it. I, I really wish I'd become an anime YouTuber back when uh, copyright wasn't as so strictly enforced. Because you you still can't watch my Darling in the Franks video. You still can't. Even, it's even still though not I, up? I've, oh my god. It takes like three months. So stupid. And if they come back and say, well, actually, no, we do actually own this. I have to like put in another appeal. And at that point, they either have to sue me or go. Did you not like speed the shit up or... No, so the only way to get. speed it up is to contact them, and I'm not going to. Just put something well, else here, in. Here's what I don't understand. Um, can't you just, like, can't you post the video with the quote-unquote copyrighted content, and can't you just accept that they get your money mm, and keep that's the video a, That's the thing. No, that's two, there it's just two different, different kinds of claims that you can put in, right? There's actually several different types of claims. Oh, uh, well, I mean, two that uh, are, like, significantly different, though. There's the copyright claim, and then there's, like, the content claim. That's, like, the two different things. For example, my Christmas video, um, the one that is uh, about, uh, I can't even remember the name of the show, but it's about a, a Christmas anime um, from, like, two or three years ago, that one is copyright claimed because I used uh, music from, like, like, uh, uh, I think Elvis song. No, no, it wasn't Elvis song. But it was a jing- uh, it was a Jingle Bells version. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock. I used music from Jingle Bell Rock, but not even like the actual version. I used like l- literally a cover version of Jingle Bell Rock in my beginning. Uh, and the people who who own the rights to that song uh, claimed it. But but you can still watch it. They just they put ads on it so that they can make money off of it. Yeah, that one's like the the content claim, right? Or whatever. It's like the one yeah. where they like and most okay. Japanese most Japanese companies uh, they'll just they'll just say no I don't want it. you're you're posting the the, the yeah, show yeah. oh sorry no I'm, I'm thinking down. of two different things uh, the claim is when you they take your money the, the strike is when they just take it down yeah yeah, yeah. so like That's, yeah uh, I like I, I think claims are crappy but I'm of the artistic perspective where I would rather my stuff get claimed and I don't make money than for it not to be seen. No, yeah, for sure. I'm more in tune with that, for sure. I mean, even then... I would rather abolish copyright law because it helps no one. Because that's dumb. Except Except Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Copyright's Ah. pretty lame. I'll I'll be there. I'll I'll miss you on that. Well, guys, actually, I have a really good book that shows why copyright isn't lame. It's called Atlas Shrugged. I don't know this joke. I think Mike is pissed that I just made that joke. No, I don't understand. No, this I mean, I think I think Atlas Shrugged is. Uh, 
I think Randy and philosophy is pretty lame, but uh, I mean, it's a it's a book. You guys talk about this where it's I piss. Something. All right, cool. <laughs> well, actually, we're probably gonna wrap <laughs> wrap up here, Frog. Unless Mike, you want me to tell the story about the gimp suit? You know what? Let's close the podcast with uh, with Frog pissing and you talking about a gimp suit. Okay, so uh, you because Frog apparently doesn't know a single American store to save his life. Uh, you know about Hot Topic, obviously. Yeah. Uh, do you remember like when Hot Topic first started and they actually carried like alternative merch that wasn't band T-shirts and Funko Pops? Oh yeah, back back whenever they were more of a Spencer's before Spencer's became Hot Topic. Yeah, it, which is weird because Spencer's has always been like crappy party novelty, Juggalo merch, and like hate crimes. Yeah, basically. But um, I, I, back in the day, Hot Topic actually carried brands, like gothic brands. Like if your brand, like if you had gothic clothing, there was a chance it could show up at Hot Topic because that's what it was. It was like the alternative goth crowd. Ah, yeah. And that's why we had that huge emo scene resurgence in the 2006. Um, mm-hmm. Hot Topic well, and Sisters exists here, by the way. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so 2006, I 2007, I had my first job as a janitor and I was... I, I went to a Hot Topic and they had this suit and it was a pair of pants that had a couple of like uh, metal buckles on it and it went with a jacket and it was supposed to belt up to the jacket so you could turn like two separate pieces of clothing into one and the jacket was designed that if you kept zipping the hood up all the way, uh, it became a full face mask and it oh, just yeah, had I like two those. mesh eyes. And so uh, that that you know it was like if you put it all on it was kind of like a very tight fitting uh cloth suit like uh and it looked like a gimp suit overall uh i had more flexibility than a gimp suit but it looked like a gimp suit and for some reason i decided to buy it and i loved this stupid ass outfit like i wore it for years <laughs> i wore that i wore it to the point where like it was just covered in holes and i had to like patch it with black like bandanas and stuff and uh what my friends and i would do all the time is we'd go to Walmart late at night, and at that point, the Walmart greeters aren't really working anymore. And it was better around Halloween, but we would just, uh, we would find a spot in the Walmart that had, like, foot traffic, but, like, the the sales clerks weren't working there, because sales clerks only work electronics and the counters. And I would sit right when the aisles turn, and I would wait for somebody to come around the corner and just stand there with the suit on. And we would just scare the hell out of people or like uh, where the metal racks are, where they put like all the cereal and whatnot. If there was an empty bin, I would curl up on the racks and wait for people to walk by and I'd like reach out and grab them. And uh, it's like, you know, like it's not a a terrifying outfit, but it's really unsettling, especially when someone like all black, like reaches out and grabs you. And uh, the funniest thing, which might have actually killed somebody is uh, my buddy had a flatbed truck and it uh, it didn't have a back gate. And what we would do is I had like a, a Korean K2 gas mask I'd bought that looks like the the like the, the war survivor gas mask because you always see for like steampunk and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like full face shield. I have glass eyes, everything. I would put on the suit and then I would put the gas mask on and I would lay limply uh, in the back of his truck. Like I would just kind of lean up like a prop. And as cars would come by, I would suddenly like, pull and look at them and like reach towards them. We'd be on the highway going like 75 miles an hour. And I would do this. And, uh, yeah, we would just drive around, like terrorize people with me in a gimp suit. The fact that you are somehow in spite of God and all willing parties still alive boggles my (laughs) mind. (laughs) 
Like you, you should have been you. You as a human being should have been murdered years ago. Like, oh fuck, this child is this child is not right. Bam, blap, blap, to take him yeah. out. Like in retrospect, you know, scaring people on a highway probably wasn't the best idea, but it was really funny. Like, I live in the American South. If I had done anything like that, I literally would have like had the skin peeled from me and put on a cross and burned on someone's lawn. Like fuck. <laughs> like you don't fuck around with southern people. Like you just you just don't. If if you fuck if you fuck around with old Billy Billy Bob, you're going to you're going to end up disappeared. And and I tell you right now, I, I, as I, as I become more southern as I'm telling this, <laughs> Billy Bob has ways of disappearing people way better than all CIA people can. You'll never hear them ever again. Why? Cuz you're going to be eaten. Sir, why is there a corpse in your uh corn farm? And with that, this has been the We Hate Anime <laughs> Podcast. The only podcast that talks about anime just enough so that it's legally distinct from other podcasts. <laughs> Tune in next week as uh, Moth tells the story of when he committed a hate crime. Again. I was like, there's three of those already on the show. I do want to shout out my, um, I made, I started a little webcomic thing. You go, go look at it. It's funny. That's it. Grumbo. 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 You named him. You Why don't you know funny? his name? You know what's funny is that thing is named Grumbo and I didn't have any uh I didn't have any input on that but like whenever I'm harassing my wife and I'm like cartwheeling like a dark soul skeleton around the house to harass her <laughs> I'm like Grumbo need push push <laughs> Grumbo need the mommy titties <laughs> Grumbo and then like you named your character Grumbo and I'm like uh, uh it was Mike's uh, input <laughs> <laughs> If you want to link my comic in the description, that'd be cool. All right, cool. That's that's all I want to say. This is check out the check out check out the description for all the things that you need to see and things you don't never want to see ever again. Are we good? Have we established enough hatred for lower classes now? (laughs)